Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. All right, all right, all right. Today is uh, June uh, 23rd. It is uh, about 7.45 p.m. on the East Coast, 7.43. So it's 6.43 where Shana is at. It's me and Shana doing our thing. This is uh, session number four, actually. Um, we are um, going into um, uh, our um, second um part of the top 20 differences between men and women, and uh, we had an interesting clearing just before uh, this call got started, and I really wanted to record some of it, but that's all right. We didn't, and so I'm just going to go right in. You ready? Yeah. Okay, great. So um, you're focusing on what you want, and you're not paying attention to what he wants, but it's completely understandable, because fish don't know that humans are not swimming. You know what I'm saying? They have no idea what that world is like. You know, um, like lions and tigers and bears can deal with fish, but they don't have the word swimming in their head. They just have that wet stuff that we drink, and uh, there's things in it that that don't walk around. But I don't even know if they don't realize they don't realize it doesn't walk around. They just like. Mm-hmm. I want one of those things. They don't have language for it, right? Like instinct, mm, mm-hmm. hungry, eat it, like that, right? So, you know, every living creature has the world set up in their mind the way it works for them. You know, the lions look at life different from humans, and humans look at life different from mosquitoes, and mosquitoes look at life different from owls, you know, and owls look at life different from alligators. And then each alligator's got their own way of looking at life, right? So, mm-hmm. so men and women are about as uniquely different as an alligator and a bear in a lot of respects. You know? mm-hmm. So that's why we're going to be going through the top 20 differences between men and women. But you're not really paying attention to what he likes and wants. It's part of the problem. But the other part of the problem is if he's not, if he's not liking what you're doing, you know, there's a technique I'm going to give you right now. It's called um, giving him the gift of missing you. Let okay. him chase you. Let him chase you a little bit. Ignore him. Don't chase. Don't do your best to maintain the relationship. <laughs> Leave him alone, and then let him chase you. If he's really interested, he will. And even if it takes a few weeks, calm down. Be like, hey, you act like you're okay, so you know, fine. I'll go to sleep over there. I'll sleep on the couch. I don't care. Like, give me. Give him, the, give him enough space that he can start missing you because you haven't given him a chance to miss you yet because, you know, you're chasing him. And I got a sneaker suspicion he likes to chase some as well. He likes to chase, at least a little bit, I think. So I say try that, you know, while we're going <laughs> through the program. Okay. Now. I don't know how easy that's going, how hard, excuse me, that's going to be for you. I know it ain't going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. 
Huh? Really hard? It is. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. I got that. The other thing is that, um, and I'm going to talk about this more in another session, but um, men don't know that they drive women crazy by shutting up. Mm-hmm. Because y'all, y'all over, and y'all overthink. Y'all are, wow, yeah. Um, I'm going to talk yeah. about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, man, y'all overthink. It's crazy. And um, when I tell men about how to meet women, how to get with women, you know, I, I tell them that you want to get them to do all the talking because they're going to want to talk anyhow, and they naturally talk more than us, so don't interrupt them, man. Let them do all the talking so they can tell you who they are and what they're into. And while they're talking, they're hoping that you like them and all that stuff, but you're also leaving them with, does he like me? You know, like even though you're doing all the talking, you wonder what he's thinking. And so partly you keep talking because you hope he'll say something that he can tell what he's thinking, uh, but a man that doesn't let his woman uh, make her wonder what he's thinking, what she's think, yeah, what he's thinking, you know, she's going to be bored with him, and so he's got to like, you know, leave her alone a little bit, and y'all will naturally be like, well, what's he thinking? What, 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 what? Right? So it's funny. It's, it's funny. We don't know this, but when we get in trouble, we just shut up. But we don't know that that's controlling you, and it's driving mm-hmm. you crazy. He don't know that that's what's driving you crazy. He don't know why. Like he don't know the dynamic. He he could probably say see the connection, but not why the connection. You know why it goes like that. He just thinks you know because he doesn't do that. So he doesn't know you anywhere any any more than you know him. It's just ain't bothering him because that's how it is in relationships. Men don't understand women any more than women understand men. It just don't bother men anywhere near as much. It don't bother men even ten percent as much as it bothers y'all. Mm-hmm. We don't try to understand y'all. We just try to create a particular impact and create a particular result. But we're not worried about whether we understand you or not. We we surrendered that when we was dealing with mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like, mm-hmm. oh, we're like, oh, give me a basketball. We, I understand basketball. If I do this, the ball's going to do exactly what I think it's going to do. Right, like that. Right. So mm-hmm. we want to deal with certainty and. Women are the least certain, one of the least certain things that human males can deal with. Mm-hmm. Because y'all, y'all don't even know what you're going to do. So we don't even, it doesn't even, we don't even worry about it anymore. It's either working or it's not. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. We're not, we're not, you know, I mean, there's a couple of guys, don't tell me wrong, don't get me wrong. It's not like no man ever thinks that. But most men ain't got time for that, <laughs> you know. We ain't got time to feel bad because we're too busy trying to produce a result. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I was in my men's team meeting last night, and, you know, I was dealing with some stuff, and these guys want me to share my feelings and get out there and be authentic. And I'm like, man, talk about feeling my feelings. It's not going to make a difference. Getting a result, that's the only thing that's going to make me feel better. You want, you, you know, but I didn't want to go there because I wanted to respect their commitment to me. But I, mm-hmm. there was a moment when I felt like saying that. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, guys, fine, yeah, whatever. But, on, you know, so what you want to do is give him enough space for him to start missing you. Okay. And um, and then you really got to start watching him like you're, you know, a scientist out in the woods, watching him to see what's working and what's not working about him. So, you know, I just this is just as a reminder. Uh, where is it? What? Did I did I go through that with you? Oh, yes, I did. Okay, great. 
Uh, I had asked you the question, what's it going to take in order for you to see men as they really are rather than how you want them to be? And then you said a few things. One of them is to be responsible for making yourself happy. I think that was one of the things you said. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple other things. I, I encourage you to go back to that list mm-hmm. when we finish this call <laughs> and then go find a few other things to hold on to because you're going to need a few other things to hold on to while you make giving them the gift of missing you. Okay. Like, what else can I do? What other kind of ways can I look at this? You know, what practice is like, what, what, what? So there's a list. Let me run through it real quick. Um, in order for you to see men as they really are rather than how you want them to be, because you're still interacting with him like you, the way you want him to be. I don't know if you realize that or not. Mm-mm. I try. You know, when I went to see him and I didn't understand how it was, so I talked to him about it. You're not seeing how he really is because if if you really saw how he really was, your standards might say, I can't be with a guy that's embarrassed to have me around. I can't do that. I got to leave him alone. You might say that. You know what I mean? You might, Mm -hmm. oh, see, you see, there's a saying, no one can walk on your back if you're standing. Right. You know what I mean? So, anyhow, let me just read some of these things, and a couple of them might work for you, right? Not all of them. Just some of them. Don't worry about it, but I'm going to read the whole list anyhow. Okay. Uh, be loving. I don't think you need to worry about that one. You got that one. <laughs> <laughs> be curious. I don't know if you want any, you need to be more curious, I think. Be accepting. You already got acceptance. You got that. Give up expectations. That would be a really big one for you to give up. Uh, develop a powerful relationship to reality. That would be huge. Respecting the creator's intentions for how and why he created men, you know, maybe, maybe not. To see that that's the only way a real, a real relationship with a man is going to work, critical. <laughs> I got I to gotta see him as he really is, not how I want him to be, right? And then giving up your past experiences or stories, I think that was one of the things you put on your list. Mm-hmm. But you should go back to that. Uh, stop being impatient. Oh, my God. That might be number one. <laughs> stop being impatient and stop and give up expectations. Those might be the top two things. I don't know. You're already mm-hmm. responsible for making yourself happy. You're already self-confident for the most part. You don't make men wrong. And um, you don't actually really have the illusion that men are supposed to read your mind, but you get annoyed when he's not being the way you want him to be. So review that list. It was, uh, I think it was recap number one, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. So go back to that list and take that out and carry it with you. Put it on your phone so you can have it with you handy when you're going through stuff. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, cool. Um, anything else you need to say or you need to hear from me about that whole thing? Because, I mean, that was heavy duty for you. I really, I could really understand why you feel that way, but. Yeah, I guess, um, some of the things, though, like, is it not okay to to say that then? Like, like for instance, when when he did that, like, I felt like, okay, well, you just made your client see that when your girl walks in, you're not even happy. So, like you said, well, that's something that's on your standards. But, I mean, is it not okay to be like, hey, did you not just, see what you did 
I would, I would, I would actually be. My attitude would be completely different. Oh, okay. you're not happy to see me? All right, I'm gonna go. All right, I got that. Bye, and then I'd leave, and then wait until he's happy to see me. Call me back. Yo, what's up with that? That's what I would do. Like, oh, you're not, you're not happy to see me? Okay, then you won't see me. Fuck you. That's about, that would be my attitude. I wouldn't say fuck oh you. Oh my god, fuck. I wish I. That's what I need to get because then I get. Okay, well, then I try to explain myself and and say, well, you know, the reason why I came was to give no, you no, great no, no, news. No, no, you know, no, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, oh, wait a minute, you're not happy to see me? And you're not even <laughs> curious to know why I came? I got to go. Bye. Right. I'd give him the gas face, the sideways look, side look, side eye, and that'd be the end of it. And then... He'd have to he'd have to make up to me because then at the point I wouldn't be talking to him. As if as if I was really like looking at having a relationship be long term. If I did not think that the relationship was had it shot, that would be probably if not the last straw, like mm-hmm. the second or third to the last straw. I wouldn't be putting mm-hmm. up with that. I'm not dealing right. with somebody who's not enrolled. I just not. It just I, I I think more highly of myself, and I know I know how to take care of somebody. So if I ain't the one for you. Hey, look, you know, if you if you want a Fiat, you know, instead of a Rolls Royce, fine. If you want a, you know, a Hyundai instead of a Ro- instead of a Fiat, fine. I mean, you know, you tell me, you, you, what do you want? And then I'm either it or ain't it, but I'm not arguing. I'm not bumping my head with reality. So if it was me in that situation, I'd be like, oh, you don't, you're not happy to see me? <laughs> I take care of that. Watch. I take care of that. Watch. Where'd she go? Where'd you been? I ain't seen you in a day or two. Hey, you know, you didn't act like you was happy to see me. I didn't think you wanted to see me no more. What do you mean by that? Listen, don't bullshit me now. Come on. And then we can have a straight conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. And, oh, you don't want to talk about it? No problem. I'll stay away. Fuck it. You know? I mean, really. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, you want to be like that, huh? Mm-hmm. My ex-wife used to be pissed off at me. She used to say, you better, you know, you, you need to do this, or you better do this, or else. You know what I always chose? Or else. You, say, you, never, you always choose or else. I mean, look, you give me options. I took one of your options. You didn't like the option. You gave me options. I took an option that worked for me. You ain't like it. Say something different. <laughs> I went about it. Yeah, see, that's exactly how he is. I mean, I don't do the whole else thing or else. But, like, he'll say, you know, things like, um, you you always take things personal. Or you, um, he's like, well, I'm going to do whatever is good for me. You do whatever is good for you. And my, my theory is I get that. And I don't think that I'm not doing anything for me. You know, I look at the us, but so I'm thinking, okay, well, if that's the case, if you're just looking out for you, where does the us come in? And and I think that's the big part that I'm I'm really getting confused on is I don't think he's doing anything that that would break our relationship, but that mentality it gets me confused. Yeah. But see, let me see here. 
what's killing you is he's not accepting your love the way you want him to. You you really want right. the love to accept it. Right. And that's the problem. You know, and in my book, I, I'm not I haven't really done all of the looking into this as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But my book, if somebody doesn't love me, doesn't accept my love unconditionally, then how can they really love me unconditionally? Mm-hmm. They, 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 I don't know if they can because it's like, like I accept their love unconditionally. I accept them unconditionally. Even if they're not giving me love, I can't tell if they're not giving me love except for if they're not loving me back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, it sounded kind of like crazy when I listened to this later. I'm like, I actually said that later. Uh, but anyhow, if they're mm-hmm. not accepting, if they're not accepting my love unconditionally, 100, percent then how can I actually believe that they love me? Because they're like pushing away a part of my the love that I'm 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 offering them, and that's what's killing you. He keeps pushing it away. So you're over, you know, committing and over trying, and you're giving more than your standards would really request or allow. And if and when the the relationship breaks up, you'll be more heartbroken over the fact that you're um, you gave more than you wanted, and you you gave more than you should. You gave more than you are, and you still didn't get what you want. That's what usually breaks people's hearts when when they with somebody that they that don't want them, they want, and they try their hardest, and it still didn't work. That's really mm-hmm. the heartbreak. It's like. I did everything. I even did stuff I don't even really want to do, and it still didn't work. Like you sold a piece of your soul, and it still didn't work anyhow. Right. So it's like if you were fishing, you know, you're out there going for, you know, going for bluefish, or you're going for mackerel, or whatever, right? Yeah, the fishing mm-hmm. boat, and everybody's on the boat, and um, you're using peanut butter on the hook. You've got peanut butter on the hook. How many fish do you think you're going to get? Um, I don't fish, but the, I don't think peanut butter gets fish, right? No, it doesn't, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You said it better than I could have. <laughs> I got to listen to how you answered that again. That was great. You know, it was like, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think peanut butter works for fish, right? It don't, right. So you got to bait the hook to suit the fish, right? So if the fish don't like your bait, and that's the only bait you got, you got to go find something that likes that kind of bait. Right. You know, go fishing in another pond, another lake, another ocean, whatever, right? So mm-hmm. it's this is how it sounds to me. And, and so I got your commitment. I really got your commitment to, you know, the relationship working and, you know, having a love and he's the man and y'all tried his love and stuff and all of that, right? So getting that 100%. The other part, though, that I'm really getting is that it just seems to me like he's not the one for you or you're not the one for him, but y'all are not a match, not not in terms of desire and, 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 and uh, a life, live, a life living together, like a life together. Y'all don't have the main components of how a life works together. So, I mean, that's what I, I'm experiencing. Um, and so your trying to make a dollar out of tuna <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of 15 cents. At least 15 cents at least is money. It sounds like you're trying to make a dollar out of tuna. Yeah, you can sell the tuna, but it ain't money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, that's what it sounds like. And I don't know. I mean, you, you put up with a lot more than I would. 
because well, I, I would take those. I would take those as. I would take those as signs that they're not on the same page as I am, and I, I need somebody to be on the same page as me. It just. It's just critical. Mm-hmm. I think so, what I'm trying to figure out is, you know, I hear what you say yes. about men, and yes. and I understand that I'm crossing some of those lines. And and like you said, you know, he has to miss you, that when men talk, they only talk for a purpose. And and I'm trying, and I think the hardest part is because I haven't really had that many relationships, so I don't know how to compare it. You know, I don't know how, I don't know what is realistic and what isn't. So, and I mean, part of it could be that, you know, remembering some of the past and and what he has done, of course. But, like, I think of, okay, well, what is it that frustrates him? What frustrates him is my need to want to talk to him. And I think that my, my need to talk to him is because I feel like if you have time to talk, hmm. why wouldn't you want to talk to me? And probably, it's probably not his love language, but whatever. Okay, but it, but the thing is, is that it it's like I get frustrated because I know that's what he's doing. I know he's talking, you know, whether it be on Facebook or whatever. And so I think I get angry because that's that's what I want. But then I think about what you say, and it's like, I feel like I'm just at the point where I need more work. I need more, not work, I need more practice. Well, you also need more more information, which you're going to get. Okay. So, um, yeah. (laughs) It's more information as well. I mean, you didn't get it all yet. I'm just trying to clear out. Cobwebs, so I can put in information in clean spots. You know? So, mm-hmm. no, we right. got some work to do. You know, we got, we got work to do. You know, it's good. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think, I think ahead, that's ahead. where it's at because I'm trying to figure out. Okay, he's told me what what he wants, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to balance that at the same time. I I wish that he would just do a little more. Of what I want, yep. you know, I, and yeah. if I leave him alone, you know, like today, he messaged me first, you know, and and he talked to me, and but then it's almost like like work, <laughs> and and I mm-hmm. I know that. I mean, it's like, okay, well, are you doing this just because I said something or are you doing it because you really, you know, I guess maybe it's to that point of trying to just figure it out because I feel like, okay, I remember when I was married, I didn't have to talk to my husband all day. I didn't have to do any of that, but I didn't have the same type of relationship. I mean, we were like brothers and sisters. You know, if if you don't hear from them, you know, and that's that's what I'm afraid of getting to is that to lose that passion that I I have so much of, 
to lose that passion in a relationship because I feel like if the passion is gone, then what else is there? You know, I'm always excited. Like when he walks into a room, like I still get butterflies because that's how much I love him. And, and I just really just want the same thing back. And it's like, I go out of town for a few days and, and it's like, I get home and, He just rolls over and goes to bed. And I'm like, when I'm thinking, well, uh, you know, he gave me a kiss. He said a few words. And, but I'm thinking, okay, well, I was gone. (laughs) I let you miss me, right? He's like, it's only been 24 hours. (laughs) And I'm just like, well, whatever, we didn't have sex for a week before I went, and it's been two more days. Aren't you, like, you know, a little excited? And then it's like we're having this talk about is it just about sex? <laughs> it's like, oh, no, it's not. That's not, but clear as day, I've already told you, that's my love language, is that intimacy to me, sex, intimacy, all of that, it makes me feel secure because it's it's how I love. It's how I feel some parts of your love, right? I mean, or isn't that a type of love language? I mean, part of it is sex. Part of it is the touch. Part of it is, you know, you holding me, saying goodnight, saying I love you, saying good morning in the morning, you know, those types of things is yep. what makes me feel secure. And I don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah, but see, asking somebody who that's not their thing is asking for too much. If that's, that? not their, if, they're, if that's not their love language, then you're asking for too much. Okay. Because they can't do that. That's not what they do. It's like if you're somebody who's committed to, like, being having a calm, cool, collected life, and, you know, you're into... Let's say, you know, uh, what kind of sports is that? Uh, let's, let me, uh, let's say you're into classical music. But your boyfriend is into hip-hop. It's just right. going to be so hard for you to, like, get along with each other because you're going to be like, oh, man, can you turn that music off? It's driving me crazy. <laughs> and then when he puts, when you put on the classical, he's going to fall asleep. You know, so it's like, <laughs> what do you do? But is there, uh, there no adapt? Adaptability. I mean, because there is, there is. Here's the adaptability. Here's the adaptability. You actually have to recognize his lo- his love language, and then recognize when he's actually showing you his love his way, and then acknowledging him for that. So you actually have to know the love. You have to know the love languages, you know, by heart, which is, you know, uh, touch. Right. We already know that he ain't that big as much as touch as you are. Because otherwise right. you're going to be having sex on a regular basis, right? Then there's words of affirmation, word communication, right? Y'all don't talk mm-hmm. as much at night, right? Then there's quality mm-hmm. time, right? So quality time is, you know, where they want to spend time with you, you want to spend time with them, and, you know, y'all have the time. When you have it, there's no interruption, and, you know, you do the best you can with the time. It's quality time. It's not necessarily your volume of time, even though it usually mm-hmm. is. But it's quality of time. And then there's acts of service where they want to do stuff for you and they want you to do stuff for them back. 
And then there is gifts. So that's like, you know, I'll buy you this, you buy me that, money, you know, jewelry, whatever, right? So there's gifts. Those are the five things. Mm -hmm. And people want to receive love the same way they give the love out. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, if his is not love, if his love language is not touch and words of affirmation, then you're going to have a hard time and you're going to have to see if his love languages are acts of service, time spent, or gifts. And then when he gives you a gift, you know he's fresh in his love. When he gives you, you know, an, act, an action, he does something for you, you know that's love. And then if he just wants to be around you when he's around you and that's all he needs, that's another way he will tell you that he loves you because he wouldn't want to do that. But if he's not doing any of those things, that's the problem. Yeah, he's definitely a quality time person. Great. So then you need to honor the fact that when he wants to give you a quality time, that's the best he got for you because that's how he feels like expressing love. That's his best that's his thing. And probably acts of service, but I'm not sure about that. Mm-mm. It, it's Maybe. just definitely quality time. Okay. You know, so uh, if that's it, then, you know, that's it. So then I give him that and I pay attention to that. How do I get my love language back? Um, I don't uh, expect it. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what you mean by that. Uh, How do you get your love language back? So, like, I'm the touchy, like, what makes me feel good is, is the the touch and is the um, words of affirmation. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, go ahead. So that's what I'm asking. So if I pay attention to his and I'm okay with his, but then how am I going to feel fulfilled if I'm not getting what my love language is back? Um, you may or may not get that back. You'll have to be happy with giving and getting the love language that he has for you. Okay. Like, you may not get yours. That's why I say to people, you want to get somebody with the same love language. At least if their number one is your number two and your number two is their number one, you got a real good shot. But if their number one and your number one, their number two and your number two is the same, you won't even notice that you have the same love language because you'll be so busy doing it. You Mm -hmm. won't even notice. You know what I mean? Right. So if you're going to be with somebody who doesn't have the same love language as you, then you need to recognize what there is and then see how often they do it. Mm-hmm. And then you can appreciate their love even though they may not give you, you know, what you want in return anyhow, but at least, you know, they're giving you what they got to give you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the best that you can get out of that is, like, to understand where it's at, even if you don't get what you want. You can understand they're giving you what they got. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So it's like, I don't have I don't have fruit. I got the uh, vegetables. Here. <laughs> I like fruit. Uh, I hate vegetables. I, right, right, right. She must not love me because she ain't giving me no fruit. <laughs> I've tried to eat uh, all my vegetables. All right, I'm giving you, and and I think that's kind of where he's at as well, at mm. to some points because I've heard some of that 
you know, I've heard this, this is, I mean, we've had that conversation of he's like, well, me spending time just chilling, all of that type of stuff, like that's, that's what makes me the most happy. And, and like, you know, I tried to explain to him what made me the most happy because, you know, like I, I start to get irritated and, and upset if we can go a week, a week and a half without any sex at all. And then it's like, but you're a man, right? I mean, (laughs) what do you mean? You're okay with it. And then it, it makes me feel like, you know, okay, well, is he not sexually attracted to me? Is, you know, is he, you know... I'm so glad I'm not the man I used to be, boy, because my, ex, my ex-wife, she was so mad at me, she couldn't handle... She really was the type of person I could handle have sex as often as I would, but she was so pissed off at me, she couldn't give herself permission to have sex except for, like, max twice a month. Max. Oh, my God. Once, it drives me crazy. Well, once before we had, she had a period or once after or both. That's about it. Other than that, I wouldn't get nothing but a but gas face in the side eye. You know, it's not an argument. So I'd be like, uh, that's why I cheated so much when I was married. I was like, yo, you don't want to have sex? Fine. I'm going to have sex. You you go ahead and enjoy your non-sex. I'm going to have sex. That's how, mm-hmm. that's how I went about it. That was my ass. Like I said, I am so glad I'm not the man I used to be. Man. Mm-hmm. And she knew I was doing something. She just couldn't figure out and I'd pin it down and catch me in it, you know. Her gut was telling her, and her gut was right. I'd be laughing at it because she couldn't catch me, and that's how they went, and it was easy and like that, right? I was a bum, like a total. I was way worse than a bum. A bum would be like Santa Claus compared to how I was about it. But, um, (laughs) really, but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that was my attitude. My attitude is, listen, if you ain't going to, if we, if if I'm doing my job, you ain't going to want to go nowhere. You're going to be wrapped around my finger and trapped for life. And if I am not doing my job, then I don't deserve it. And that's my attitude. But that's not yours. Mm-hmm. You know, yours okay. is, I got to make this work. I love you so much. Please don't leave me. I got to go. Hey, come on. Why not? No, something like. <laughs> A little bit. So, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> getting back to, you know, the conversation here. You know, you're really going to have to stand for yourself. You've got to actually, like, trust that your commitment, intentions, vision for your own self, your standards for yourself is worth it. You're worth standing for yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you really got to. And and it's tough for, tougher for a woman than for a man. Most of the women that do stand for themselves, if they don't know who they are, all they're doing is being critics and, and make wrong machines and nitpickers and naggers and complainers and mouth almighty. But the women who know who they are, they don't have a whole lot of discussion. They just be like, no, not that. Yes, definitely that. And they don't change their mind much. Mm-hmm. So knowing who you are and understanding the difference between gender, critical. It makes it easy because when you ain't getting what you want, I mean, like, listen, you're driving your car, right? Driving your truck, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody, says, somebody says, hey, man, I can get you, I can get you, you know, Gasoline for a dollar, dollar gallon. It turns out to be motor oil. Mm-hmm. You ain't putting it in your trunk, in your, in your thing, just because it's a dollar a gallon. Mm-hmm. You know it ain't going to work. Right. 
but your relationship to reality and workability is killing you right now. And so I'm going to go, you know, try to try to get back on target here with, the, with you know, the 20 differences between dead men and different men and women so that you're going to have more okay. things to think about. Okay. Uh, and, and I understand the pain you're going through. I got it. But your attitude is killing you more than anything else. So you can either straighten them out by, like, saying I ain't taking this no more, so I'm going to be over here, or, or you know, whatever. Like, there's, like, there's choices you make you can make, but you're not doing anything. You're being uh, passive-aggressive about it, and you don't have a real plan. You're just, like, you know, reaching out there and all that stuff. So let me give you some more details because you, you did good with the, the, with the information you've gotten already, but there's a lot more to get. So once mm-hmm. we finish with the top 20 differences, I can start telling you how to distinguish what's what and who's who a lot better, okay. and what you can do to wrap a man, the right man around your finger. Okay. Like that's actually what comes around, actually what comes next, the next session after this. So um, it'll be exciting. The best things women bring to relationships. Yeah. All of y'all bring it in your own different way. So, yeah, we're going to get there. We're good. We're going there. All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> now that we got all of that out of the way, <laughs> let, let's go to work. So let me uh, let me review what we've gone over so far, if I remember correctly. Tell me if I'm wrong. So we talked about either four or five of the top 20 differences. That's why I didn't send you the recap. So women want to be safe and secure. Men want to be successful. We're clear. Anything we need to say about that? No. Okay, got it. And you're always going to need to understand success. They, you know, you're never going to understand success enough. As long as you know that's the main thing he's coming from, like that's the def- definition of men's operating system. We're Windows. Y'all are, you know, we're PCs. Y'all are Macs. PCs want to be successful. <laughs> we want to get stuff done. That's like we're not as fancy and practical and fancy okay. and, you know, elusive as, as, the, uh, as, the, as the Mac. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, so that's that. And then women are emotional, men are rational. Women, you, you already express your emotions so much. It ain't even funny. And guys are like, well, why don't you just do this? We're like rational. We're like rationalized thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you could call it practical in that sense as well. Women are multitaskers, men are single-focused. You've already expressed your frustration in these conversations about him being single-focused. Mm-hmm. And one of the single-focuses ain't been sex enough. Oh, I got that. But you understand it. You just ain't liking it the way it's expressing themselves in him. Mm-hmm. Fourth, oh, this one is killing you too. Women are communicators. Men are doers. He's doing too much, ain't communicating enough, and he's doing whatever he's doing or not around you, right? Mm-hmm. But he's been he's been operating, uh, you know, with the desire to be successful. He's been rational. He's been single-focused, and he's been doing a lot of doing, right? Right. Yeah, you just haven't liked the way he's been doing those things, but that's who he is. He's been operating true to his operating system. Mm-hmm. He's been operating like a PC, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? So, uh, and then I think I talked about problem-oriented versus solution-oriented. Is that right? Did I talk about that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, we're, you know, women are like, thinking about the problems, they think about what can go wrong and, you know, all that stuff, right? So, you know, like him... The problem is that he's not giving you enough touch, time, and attention, words mm-hmm. of affirmation, touch, sex, romance. He's not giving you enough of that. I got that. And he's solution-oriented. Like, listen, leave me alone. I, I promise. I'll, I'll, you know, he's like, 
He's pushing you away because he understands that there's no problem in his mind. For him, there's no problem. Actually, that's one of the problems. He doesn't think there's a problem. And men usually are happy to solve problems. But in his mind, there's no problem other than your attitude. That's how he's looking at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but men, excuse me? He, he, the problem he thinks is just the way I react to stuff. Yeah. I'm not practical like him. Right. But see, you're a woman and he don't know these things about women. <laughs> he don't understand right. safety and security. He don't understand that. He don't understand the emotional part. He don't understand the multitasking. He don't understand communication. He don't understand your problem oriented. So he's just as off as you are. It's just that you're doing the work right now because men, it doesn't bother men anywhere near as much. It probably bothers men about 10% as much as it bothers women about whether or not we understand you. Mm-hmm. For us, it's like, you ain't going to do what we want? Or I'll just speak personally. For me, it's like, you know, it's always been, even before, you know, it's always been like, oh, you don't want to play the game I'm playing? Then I got to go over here. I got it because I can't handle it. I'm not, I'm not prepared to lose. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play. I don't keep my basketball on the court when they won't let me play. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. um, anyhow, so that's that, you know, problem-oriented solution. He don't know those things about you. And so it's killing him because they're popping up and they're like, oh, man, she's killing me, bro, or whatever he's saying to himself, right? So mm-hmm. anyhow, so let me uh, go into the next of them. So uh, I'm going to try to go through them as quickly as possible, but um, I do want to pr- I do want to complete this today. So uh, okay. we're going to get at least another hour. I'm just going to tell you that up front, all right? Okay. okay. So number six, women are gatherers. Men are hunters. Gatherers are um, more like, uh, how do I call them, uh, uh, farmers, agricultural agriculturalists. They need to know the environment that they're operating in from the ground up. They need to understand the details of their environment. So y'all are, you know, your DNA, your operating system has been where you would go out and get to determine what kind of flower is different from another kind of flower or plant. So you're into the details because that's important for your survival. And you need to know how to take care of the family when your man wasn't around. So you had to be both, in some ways, both man and woman at the same time when the husband wasn't around. And when he came back around, you go back to being straight female. Uh, but in the meantime, what's, what's important for a woman is to understand the details. These things got to go exactly this way or else I'm going to be scared because I don't know what else works, but I know this works for sure. And that's kind of like the way of a gatherer. And another thing about a gatherer is gatherers like to experiment, explore, compare, and shop. Mm-hmm. Men don't shop. We just hunt. <laughs> right, I'm going to... I'm going to the store. I'm going to go to the store for a, for a jacket or a suit, a couple of suits. I'm going to go give me a couple of suits. I'm not even going to look at the ties. Mm-hmm. The ties are there walking. The ties are right there next to the counter. I'm not even looking at the ties because I got my suits. Mm-hmm. I got what I came in for. So I'm not shopping. Unless I decide, you know, if I decide I'm going to go shopping, that's a decision before I got to the store. I want to shop. Or I want to window shop. But I have an intention for it. I want to see what's here. So when I go, when I got money, I can go shopping. Like that, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't shop just to be shop. You know, you know, y'all, y'all go out to compare, just to compare, and um, we just want to get the result and come back. We hunt mm-hmm. because we want to be successful because we need to bring back some meat 
for the family. Right. That's how we. That's how it works for us. So. Um, um. So, you know, one of the things I tell guys is that if you're gonna go shopping with your woman, you got to do one of two things, man. I mean. Because if you don't do one of these two things, you're going to drive yourself crazy. And you might drive her crazy. I don't know. But you're definitely going to drive yourself crazy. you got to do one of two things. If you sit outside on a bench and you sit in front of the store and you wait for her and you don't move until she comes out. Or you go on the store with her, you find a central location. And like you're the sun, and let her be the moon and travel all around. And wherever she's at, you focus, you twist your body in her direction, you pay attention. She'll show you this, that, and the other. You'll say what you think for real, you know. And then you bet you better be specific. Can't no no general answers, or you get in trouble. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, and then you know when it's time to shop, you walk over to the cashier with her, just buy it. And if she goes to the cashier, says, "Wait a minute, I need to check out something else." You go back to a central location, let her do it again because she might do it two or three more times. I don't know, you don't know, right? Whatever it is, you know, you let her do whatever she wants to do. And you, uh, and then when you go to the counter, you go with her to the counter. Y'all be talking. She either buys, you buy, whatever your arrangement is. And you walk out the store, and she's thrilled to pieces, and you're not tired. <laughs> the point is why I said we're not tired is because I, I know you, I know you like sports. Um, so imagine playing basketball, right? You're on a basketball team, but you never get the chance to shoot the ball. All you do is take the ball out of bounds, like you're the takeout boy. And you're, playing, and you're playing defense, and you get a rebound, and you get the ball to somebody else, but you never actually get a chance to shoot or dribble. Right. That's, that's what it's like for a guy to go shopping with a woman, typically speaking. Okay. We don't know how to participate. We don't know the game. I mean, like, we're like, well, we're just hoping that y'all don't, you don't eject us from the game, you know? <laughs> so that's why I say, you know, listen, either sit outside on a bench in front of the store like your puppy dog waiting for the master to come out. Or go in the store, find a central location, be the sun, circle around so you don't tire yourself out because, you know, you're there just to be her support structure and let her dump her emotions on you and share and all of that. That's it. And so because we don't we don't shop, we don't do life the way y'all do life. Y'all do life as options. Uh, last thing I want to say is there's a uh, there's this joke. I don't know how to tell a joke, but I'll tell it as a story. Okay. Uh, it's the it's called the husband store. It's called what? So the husband store. It's the store okay. where you go to get a husband. Okay. So um, on the first floor, you come in the store and they say, "Welcome to the husband store." You know, blah blah blah. You know, hope you find what you want. You go to the first ground floor, and then um, you find um, men who are committed to being married. And the women look around. Wow, this is so amazing. You know, there's so many great guys in it. And they say, uh, second floor. Second floor is uh, men who are extremely handsome to go to the second floor. Wow, these guys are really great. I mean, they look better than the man downstairs that committed to marriage, I'll tell you that for right now. Man, when does they get anything better? You go to the third floor, now you got men who are handsome and want to get married. Oh, the women are losing their freaking mind. It's like, wow, I mean, he's handsome and he wants to get married. Wow, this is so amazing. Well, wait a minute, they got another floor. What's on the next floor? They go to the next floor. It's the men who are married, who want to be married, who are handsome, who also want to have kids. Wow, amazing. <laughs> it's like, I can't, I can't. And, and the variety is even better than what they already saw, right? And then there's another floor. 
Well, who would they possibly have on the next floor? Go to the fifth floor, and there's guys who are handsome, who want to get married, who want to be have kids, and they're rich. <laughs> oh my God, I can't even understand it. Oh, no, 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 no. around, he's trying to buy one of the guys, trying to get one of the guys. And then one of them sees this another escalator. And they go, we should go upstairs, man. I mean, I mean, this has been amazing, but where do they got upstairs? They go to the next floor. I think it's the fifth floor, the sixth floor, sixth floor, whatever. And uh, they go up there and says, um, you have now uh, left the building. Um you know, if we didn't make you satisfied by this point, there's nothing we could do to help you. Uh, please have a good day. And then you get elevated straight down to the ground floor. <laughs> <laughs> because y'all seem like y'all will never, ever be satisfied. You can have everything. You still be wondering what else is next. Mm-hmm. That's, what it's like. that's what it's like for us. No matter how good you get it, y'all expected it to be more, better, different. And that's the mindset of a gatherer. Well, what else could it possibly be? Is it something mm-hmm. better than this? Come on. We'd be like, that's a deer. Let's kill that deer bring that one home. Come on, let's get out of here. That's how we do. We, like, accomplish the goal and then take the rest of the day off. That's what we do. We got a goal. So, you know, you being a gatherer, you'll drive hunters crazy unless the hunter understands how to interact with you. (laughs) So you're all over the place, having fun, inspecting, no commitments necessarily, but, you know, you're shopping and expressing yourself. We're over there trying to get the work done. So okay. that's the difference between hunters and gatherers. Uh, that, is that clear, or you still need? Yeah. To okay. Yeah. You, you you can see that, right? I mean, you understand the gatherer part, anyhow, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do. Yeah, we don't do that. We like go straight out and hunt. Mhm. So, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Got it. Next, um, the next one, number seven. Women are indirect, and men are direct. So, y'all, you know, let's say a man and a husband is driving on the highway, and she says, hey, honey, are you hungry? He says, no. And he keeps driving. And then a half hour later, she's pissed at him. But he didn't ask her in return. Well, but are you hungry? <laughs> because she expected him to respond the same way that he does. But she was being indirect, not even realizing she was being indirect. Right. Y'all don't realize y'all being indirect because y'all are telling men what you need and want, but you're not saying, I feel unsafe and insecure until this happens. Everything about my life is unsafe and insecure. I need you to know this because I need you to help me feel safe and secure. And that's what I be complaining about 99% of the time, that I don't feel safe and secure. But y'all don't say that. And then you don't, and if you, even if you did, you don't know how to explain it to the guy such that the guy gets it. Right. I was just going to say, wait, I think I do, but I think that's the point is that it's not explained well enough. Right. Because you'll wonder why he don't get it because, of course, y'all are in water. Y'all are swimming. Mm-hmm. You, don't even know, you don't even know you're in water. Like, what's it, what's it like outside of water? What's water? It's the real question. What's water? You know? Right. <laughs> so, so, you know, and men are direct. Men don't understand indirectness. We, like... Why don't you just get to the point? We're listening for the point, and we're listening for the problem. <laughs> Otherwise, why are we talking? What's yeah. the point of it? Right? That's us. Shut up. <laughs> right? That's, what's the point? There's no point, then why are we talking? Right. And there is a point. We just get so tired that we can't 
actually get to the point because we're trying to find out how to explain it so it doesn't start an argument that we just end up starting an argument. Yeah, so the point is <clears throat> I'm going to teach you something you need to bring to your relation, which is you need to understand what you want to create in communication, and then you need to say to him, Honey, I want to talk to you about something, and I need you to listen a certain way. Here's the point of the conversation. I just want you to know what my life is like, and I just want to know what your life is like. And even if you don't feel like talking, I really do need you to listen because I need you to hear what I got to say because I just want to put my day on you because it's important to me like that. You don't have to have any solutions. I just need your ears. And if you'd be mm-hmm. kind enough to do that, I'd really appreciate that. Like, tell him what you need from the conversation or from your communication or from your time spent ahead of time as directly as possible. He either say yay or nay. I'm not saying he's doing it directly. It's going to make him say yes. But at least it'll uh, reduce the amount of time you drive yourself crazy. Right. Because if he's like a no, then you should, like, just say, okay, I got it. He was direct. I'm not going to ask myself what did he mean by no. You know, which I'll do sometimes. What did he mean by no? <laughs> what did he mean by that? Right? Is that right? Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What did he mean by that? He said no. Did he really mean that? What did he mean? What is he really trying to say? <laughs> He's being direct, you know? So, um, so anyhow, so that's that. Men are direct. We're so direct, y'all can't believe we're that direct because y'all don't know how to be direct. So you have to be direct with him in order for him to understand it. What I mean by you have to be direct is what I mean, really. That you, um, you have to understand that the way games are designed. You get the rules before you start playing. And that's how you know if you're winning or not. But that's the point of a game anyhow, is to win or to have fun or both. Right. So, so men relate to life kind of like the way they would relate to a game. So if you're not going to give him the rules ahead of time, he don't know how he's going to win. And if you don't like that, he might just say, screw it, I'm going to play my way. This is what guys do. Right? Yes? Right. Yeah. They do. Definitely. Yeah. You don't tell them what the rules are, they make up their own rules. And, you know. What about the point, because, like, he has said this to me before, is that, well, you act like you know how a relationship works. Because he, he obviously knows that I haven't been in a whole lot of relationships. But I don't think he knows how a relationship works neither. So, he don't. He don't. I mean, so what it, like, if I say something like that and he responds, well, I guess I'm I'm foreseeing, you know, that, he, not that he will say it, but, I mean, what if they, what if he does say, well, you know, why do I have to have, I don't know, like if he views it as, like, guidelines. And it's not guidelines. It's not, expect, I guess it is expectations. You know, like, because he's told me before, I'm not, like, one of your coworkers. You know, I don't need expectations. I don't need, 
these guidelines of what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do it, and I don't need to be coached through it. (laughs) Because that's what I do at work. I mean, I have my loan officers that I talk to, that I tell them what's expected of them, I tell them their goal, and then I help them get to their goal. So then he has said that to me on several different occasions. I don't need to be coached through this. You don't really know exactly what relationships are. Anyway, where are you getting all this information from? You read too much. You <laughs> you know, like that type of stuff. Yeah. Well, then uh, you don't want to go in that direction. You know, you want to let them know what you want and need, but not mm-hmm. necessarily how to do a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so how, yeah, do you, and, and, go ahead. how do you... Um, I guess the question that I have, and maybe you're going to get to that, is how can we be completely clear to them? Because it sounds like they don't understand our language. So how do we be completely clear to them on what we want? Each man is more individual than you think. And so you have to watch him and see what works and what doesn't. Okay. Rather, rather than get frustrated with what's not working, you have to take every action and interaction as a experiment and a lesson. Okay. You almost have to stop worrying about whether you're going to get the results or not, and you just have to see what results you're getting and why. Okay. Okay. It's almost it's like market research for for marketers. You know, they can't mm-hmm. really take it personal that customers ain't buying what they were selling or offering. They actually have to pay more attention to what's really working or not because that's the only thing that's going to get them paid. Okay. Nobody's buying my shirts. I don't understand it. They must not like me. No, answer, all, no entrepreneur is saying that. <laughs> They're, like, <laughs> They're like, I suck at marketing, whether it's a male or a female. They may be mm-hmm. hurt that they're not making money, but they're certainly not being like, they don't like me. Unless you know the CEO, you know, beats up a dog in a in a in an elevator and the video goes viral, then they might feel like you take it personal because they did take it personal. You're a fucked up jerk who beats up dogs and is and cool animals. You know, you shot you shot a black man while he's running. And he had there's no risk of it. And you killed him for no reason, and they got it on videotape. And you was a black, and you tried to lie with the typical police argument, and you ain't getting out of this one. Right, like whatever. Right. right, so, <laughs> so you know, just just watch and learn. Like, take experiments and just try stuff and see what works and what doesn't. Okay. You know, I actually invite you. You know, this is not homework I would normally give, but I'm inviting you. I'm giving, telling you to take on this now. Is that uh, I invite you to write down all the times you could think of in the last year, even go as far back as a year, of the things that you did that he liked. And look at why he liked it. Just look at those. Okay. You know, and then um, you'll see some patterns if you really, you know, really look at that. Okay. I'm actually thinking of a lot of this stuff, like, while you're saying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, I totally see that. I see it. (laughs) Like, I can envision all of what you say. And I I do think that the big part is the 
the frustration that I get. I let it overcome my thoughts, yeah. and and that's where I get in trouble. Yeah, patience, my dear. Otherwise, it ex- he's experiencing that as an emotional outburst. Maybe mm-hmm. a bunch of small ones, but it's still an emotional outburst. Right. You know, he's experiencing he's experiencing it like a baby who trying to get burped or something. You know. Mhm. So it's like, oh man, here we go again. It's not <laughs> yeah. rom- It's not. It's not very romantic. I'll just say that. You know. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, number eight. Women are givers, men are takers, and take what they want. Y'all give, 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 and but you know what though, <laughs> y'all ain't necessarily generous. You are, but, but women are not necessarily generous as a rule. Y'all mm-hmm. give, give, give to protect yourselves so that you can maintain relationships and keep people around you. But y'all give because y'all are generous. When men give, it's because we want you to have it because we're protecting you. We want to feel we want to feel successful. So giving you that and you liking it, it means we're successful. So we take, 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 and then we give to our loved ones. Okay. For women, y'all give, 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 because if you don't, you're scared somebody's not going to like you, trust you, or remember that you gave, and so they won't take care of you when you need them. And that's why y'all give, not out of generosity necessarily, because y'all are so busy worried about being safe and secure. So if I give my stuff away, well, I still have stuff when I need it if I gave it to you. So y'all are funny because y'all are givers, but, you know, you're basically generous. I'm listening to you. I can hear the generosity and your concern about why you're doing this and he's not getting it. It's not stopping you from being generous, though, because that's who you are. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but I, I can see that I am, I am part of what you're saying, too. And yeah, I think I, that I, I am part of it because I like that positive affirmation. So yes. to, to, to hear that, where he's thinking it's, well, you're just doing this because you want something in return and you're not supposed to want something in return. So, like, when somebody does something in a relationship, it's for the relationship. It's not to hear, thank you, good job, I'm glad yeah. you did that, you know, type of thing. And it's like, yeah. I'm not, that's not necessarily what I want, but I do think that that's, that's a piece of it mm-hmm. to, to feel like, to feel secure that, mm-hmm. you know, what I am doing is, it, it is really... Not that it's working, but that you see that I'm doing it for the relationship. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's that little bit of, oh, is that really why I'm doing it? But no, it's not because I would do it for anybody that I was, that I love. That So, I don't know. That's confusing. That one's definitely confusing. Yeah, well, so you want to be straight about the fact that why are you doing, why are you being given? Most women, are, yeah. Most women are manipulators when they give, when they, especially when they're triggered, and they're not coming from their higher self. But you know, they, but people are supposed to still be happy with their stuff anyhow. You know, so it's like being with a Mister Nice Guy. It's like, yeah, you keep giving me stuff, man. I, I don't know though, man. Really, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like that. Okay. Um. So, uh, and when you give, if you give without, here's how you know somebody that that you gave without. Um, and you just wanted that person to have. Here's how you know. Mm-hmm. I was yesterday. I was with my men's team, and uh, we was coming uh, home, and you know, a couple of us riding together on the bus, and stopped by a store. And I wanted, and I was like, I didn't have enough money to get what I wanted to get, so I was like, man, but this looks good. It was some tofu, tofu turkey. 
what it was, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like four things. Even if I had the money, I wasn't going to spend $6 for four sausage-type, you know, things, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, you know, I really want to do that. You know, I would like that. Man, this looks good. And I put it back. I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other guys that was buying some stuff, too, he um, uh, put it on the counter, paid for it, put it in my bag, didn't even look at me when he did it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't doing it, like, to make me, you know, to enhance the relationship. He was like, oh, he really wants that. He ain't got the money here. And that's how they went. Mm-hmm. If I didn't even if I said if I didn't say thank you, he wouldn't have cared. That's how much he wanted to do it. Oh, he wants mm-hmm. it. He got it. All right, fine here. And so that's how you know somebody gives, wants to really is really wants to give you because they don't even care if you don't like it. They can't give it to you anyhow. Because mm-hmm. they they don't care about them in giving it to you. They care about you in giving it to you. Mm-hmm. So have that be why you give. If you can't come that clean, don't do it. Okay. Here's why. See, men will take care of you whether they're mad at you or not. Okay. Ooh, that was hard to get, huh? <laughs> um, no, actually it's not. Okay. I've Thank heard you. that before. Okay. Does it? Does it live for you? Like, does that seem like a real thing, even though you heard it before? Yeah, because... Okay. I think it's hard, though, because their caring is different than what we what we expect. So even though they're doing it, like, and, and I haven't realized it until I became conscious of it and talking with you and realizing it, but there's a lot of times where I was so frustrated and I'm like, are you serious? But he was still caring and he was still pissed off at me, mm-hmm. but he just, he did it in his own way. He responded yeah. in his own way, but it was yeah. still caring. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so I've seen it. I've recognized it. it it's been hard for me to accept because it's not, the way that I I would have thought, you know, and in our relationship, it's it's because, you know, he did what he did to me, and I expected if he cared that he would have responded a different way, where it felt like it was me that was still trying to keep the relationship together. In reality, he was too. He just needed to figure out. I guess he didn't need to figure out. He just he needed me to calm down. And where I needed him to talk to me more because I was feeling like everything that I thought he was wasn't wasn't anything because of what he did. And where his he was being more practical about it and saying, Okay, well, she's gonna need time. She needs to, you know, put this all together in her head, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like what the fuck? If you want this to work, I need to see that you want this to work. So, I mean, that's just one thing that I can think of that, I mean, I don't know if that's a good example, but that's that's what I think about when you say that. Okay. Yeah, God can be pissed off at you. He's still going to do what he's saying he's going to do in order to take care of you or to protect you or to do whatever he's going to do because... Mm-hmm. 
you know, we're like, that's our job. We already know it, and that's a way for us to be successful. So we have our own built-in motivation for doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're as committed to your safety and security as you are to your babies. Okay. Even even when we're mad at you, we're like, hey, yo, I still got it. It's my girl, man. Come on. She, you know she can't do that shit. I got to do it. <laughs> kind of like, that's where we go. Yeah, she's driving me crazy, but that's my girl, man. I got to take care of her, man. You know the deal, right? And we'd be like, yo, fist hit him. We give hugs and hand pounds, you know what I'm saying? And then, if, you know, he's going, I'm doing it, you know? <laughs> like there's a, there's a built-in honor, a built-in integrity around. It's not even an integrity. It's like an honor for us to do that for you because it's an opportunity to be a hero again. But mm-hmm. we also know you probably can't do it, which is why we stepped up. So we're like, can't do that. It'd be like leaving our mother alone in a, in, in trouble. Like, mm-hmm. just can't do it. No. So that's the mm-hmm. mindset for every single man. Unless you piss the soul off so much that we just throw you away. If we don't throw you away, we're going to do it about nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, but we're takers. We, we take so we can give to the people that we care about. Okay. And, and y'all give, you know, to make sure that people still remember you and like you if you're ever in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that. So then the next one is that women are enchanters, men are protectors. Y'all's ability to um, get our attention is through magic, enchantment, sorcery spells, magic, emotions, feelings. Hmm. Don't even waste your time trying to be tough. You can be strong for you. You can be strong for yourself. But that that don't necessarily work for a guy. I mean, listen. You know, we already know you got to have some kind of toughness because otherwise you wouldn't be able to have no kids. I don't know how a seven, eight, nine-pound creature comes out of your vagina. I swear to God, I don't know how that is. <laughs> how y'all walk around with that thing bouncing in your belly and y'all are half the size we are. I don't understand that shit at all, man. <laughs> but, you know, y'all built us for that and all of that stuff, right? But mm-hmm. y'all have the ability to make people feel any way you want to make them feel. You don't necessarily have the ability to make people do whatever you want them to do. But you do have the ability to make people feel any way you want them to feel because you understand the kind of actions it takes or the kind of things you need to say in order to make them feel the way you want them to feel. You just are so used to making them feel bad rather than making them feel good, particularly your man, which is why you want to look at all the things that you've done that's worked in the last year. So you can see how you can do more of it, because that's what's going to have them wrapped around your finger. Right. <laughs> how come you didn't fulfill all my expectations? What's up with that? <laughs> listen, it's been a week and a half. No, that doesn't work. What probably works better is walking, coming out of the shower, laying on the bed, no clothes on, and be like, "Listen, I'm sorry." I, I, I'm not going to sleep until I get an orgasm. So you can either give me, you know, you can either give me a, 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 a vibrator or you can do it yourself. But I am not going to sleep without an orgasm tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, okay. Uh, you know, and I'd rather be you, but, yo, if you, you know, one and I want some, so there you go. You know. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, like, like, <laughs> 
you, you got to find ways to make it easy for them to say yes and hard to say no. You need persuasion, but that that you know it takes some, some kind of magic. So you need to be putting magic spells on them. You know, making him successful in your eyes around him. But that's the whole other story. We you don't got to go there yet. You, you know, you want to see what works and what doesn't. But that that will work for a lot of guys. Okay. You know? You're laying on the bed, no clothes on, just came out of the shower, smelling great, got a little a couple of flowers somewhere, and like candles laying down. Like, I just trying to see if you wanted to do this before I do this to myself, because if you don't want, that's fine. I won't get mad at you. But I'm sorry, I gotta have some orgasm before I go to sleep. So, you know, your choice. You tell me. If you don't want none, you gotta get out till I finish taking care of myself. I'll let you know, and then you go back coming to sleep. Because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this on the couch. You go on the couch. I'm gonna be here. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know, that's one way of going about it. I mean, you got thousands, but that's just I just popped off the top of my head just now, you know. I'm like I don't know too many cats could actually, you know, resist that. They can resist you, you know, in your pajamas you know, that kind of thing, but you know you're laying on the bed, especially if you happen to have like one of your legs up, so you know, hey. That'd be hard, you know. Right, okay. I like that. Try yeah, try try that. <laughs> you could actually resist this. You're strong, man. Get out of here till I finish. <laughs> right. You know, shit. Um, he's probably, I bet you if you told him to get out till you finish and he really didn't want to, he would get out. So he would be like, I don't want to watch that, so I'm going to get out of here. So <laughs> if he goes that far, you know. But anyhow, so, you know, think about all the different ways you could enchant a man. You could wrap him emotionally around your finger, have him be like drooling on you. If you got to watch videos on YouTube and videos on Facebook where, you know, the women are like, you know, pulling him by the tie, smiling at him as she's pulling him forward and she's walking, right, whatever. I don't know, whatever. Um, but then men don't enchant, we protect. So we protect you from yourself, we protect you from the world, we protect you from everything as much as we can because that's our job and we love it and that's what we are here for get things done, including protect you from yourself. I think that's pretty clear, yeah? Yeah, definitely. When we're protecting you, we feel successful. That's part of our success is that we can successfully protect you. Okay. You can see how everything you can see how everything I'm saying about a man is tied to success, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one, number 10, is that women are undisciplined, fundamentally undisciplined, and men are disciplined. That doesn't mean women cannot be um, disciplined because you can learn how to do that, but that ain't how y'all come out because y'all come out like I can't do nothing that's not, that, that, that goes against my feelings. I cannot go against my feelings. And so, like, over here, I'm talking to you about how to, you know, deal with your man, and you have to really force yourself to do what I say because you lose discipline and you already forgot to give up expectations. Right. <laughs> but yeah. the real, right, right? So, like, the discipline of actually doing the work is hard. You know, that's why a lot of times, I mean, I don't remember if I did this with you or not, but I don't think I needed to, actually. But most of the time when I do this program, I'll be like, listen, I need you to commit to doing this program the same way you will want your man to commit to you. Okay. And, women be, and women be like, oh, damn. <laughs> and right there, they just got finished describing that women are undisciplined and men are disciplined. Right. But disciplined. we're expecting the same thing, right? I mean, we're expecting them to be disciplined to us. So right. we have to do the same thing. 
you would think. But y'all, you know, on the court, nope, that ain't how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> on the court, y'all do whatever the hell y'all want to do. I didn't feel like that, so I didn't. I'll be there five minutes. She'll be there 30 minutes. Yeah, right. Right. So while they're playing the game fair, we're over here doing fouls and double dribbles and traveling. Right. Right? Yeah, and we're supposed to be okay with that. <laughs> gotcha. We're standing up there. We're standing over there talking to the priest while we're waiting for you to walk down the damn aisle an hour later, half hour later. <laughs> gotcha. So... That's the whole world for us, and that's one of the reasons why we're, we don't get we don't get upset when we don't understand you. Because we're like, right. okay, that's just how it's going. Fine, it's just accepted and go move forward. How can we produce results from this? Where can we go from here? So y'all y'all do whatever y'all feel like doing. Y'all y'all listen to the rules, but then y'all want us to listen to the rules. The rules y'all give us. <laughs> so. Yeah, y'all do whatever you want and expect us to do whatever we want and do what we need to say we're going to do. Y'all are better at holding us to account than holding yourself to account. <laughs> sure. Right? So, um, but, yeah, so, you know, we don't have a problem being held to account. We just need to know that it's worth it. Mm-hmm. That's it. If we know it's worth it, we know we're going to be better off doing it than not, we'll do that. Otherwise, nah, forget about it. Men don't normally really have that much. There's some men that have commitment problems, but not as many as you think. But if y'all don't act right, we're going to be like, nah, that ain't going to be a safe decision there. That's not a safe investment right there. So, uh, but men are disciplined. We'll do what we say we're going to do. As long as you don't, like, just, you know, make us not want (laughs) to. So, so that's that. Yeah, so I think that's pretty clear, right? Yeah, very clear. Very clear, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I was, actually, when I said pretty, I was like, mm, I think it was clearer than pretty clear. So, good. Next, number 11, women cheerlead. Women cheer, men promote. Y'all be like, uh, I don't remember if you ever saw uh, The Nutty Professor with uh, with uh, Eddie Murphy. He was a big, fat yeah. professor. Right? Janet Jackson was like, I think it was Janet Jackson was the co-star, right? Anyhow, um, you know, he had a dinner, and uh, he had all the all, the various versions of him at the dinner table, and, and uh, I think it was either the mother or the, or the grandmother. She was like talking to her grandson, who was a little kid, fat little fat kid, and he was mm-hmm. over there talking about he was strong. She was like Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. That's the cracks me up every time I think about it. You know. Anyhow, uh, Eddie Murphy's this big fat chick with glasses, trying to act like he's a girl, a woman, and she's over there clapping for her grandson, who's fat as hell too. But she's like, you know, he's trying to work her out or whatever. And so she's praising him to be Hercules, right? So women cheerlead for guys. Man, that was so great. Oh, you're so amazing. Unbelievable. They do cheerleading at, you know, sports events and stuff like that. But y'all don't recommend us to anybody. Y'all don't recommend who you cheerlead for to others. Men promote. Men will say, hey, you know, that was great. Yo, you need to meet this person. I got somebody for you. Or I I got somebody you need to meet. Or somebody needs to meet you or wants to meet you. So we connect people to each other because we're, like, so impressed with uh, somebody's skill set or commitment or record that we want them to do more with it. For us, it's kind of like spreading success. But we don't, let success, we don't let success sit where it's at. We're like, yo, 
you need to do something about that. Let me let me give you some ideas or whatever. So we promote. That's probably why there's more salespeople that are men than women by a lot. Because our tendency is to promote more than cheer. So like football fans, they're bananas, right? Every sports team has got when you go in there, you know, twenty to thirty percent of their fans has got painting on their face this color of the team's uniforms, right? Right. They create they create groups, meet up groups, you know, fan gatherings, barbecues out back, right? All of that stuff because they're promoting their team. They're not just cheering for them. They're getting on radio talk shows and say, "Yo, you know, this quarterback's better than yours. My quarterback's better than yours. Your quarterback sucks," and we're like promoting. That's what we do. We don't just cheer. We cheer, but we take it to the next step. Promote. And we'll promote you if you give us a chance. <laughs> if you enchant us, we'll promote you. Because my, my mm-hmm. woman is so ugly. You got to understand that. So Believe how great she is. Ah! Right? And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about you in public because you're so amazing. Or we'll be so focused on what we're doing. We won't. But believe me. When we're, like, excited about who we are, we cannot stop talking about you. But not like, yay, go perfect. No, not, not the shiny eye kind. The, yo, you got to get that she's better than anything you've ever seen in your life. That's how we promote. That's how we cheer. And y'all love that. But That's what you want from us. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know, though, because you guys really put, I mean, there's some men that are extremely happy and they'll promote their woman. And then there's some men that, I, I mean, like, I mean, for instance, with my guy, he says, I mean, I would think that he's happy. He, you know, he, his thing is, because we've had this conversation, I'm like, you know, if I delete my Facebook, I'm nowhere to be found on your Facebook at all. And to me, like, I'm not wanting um, you know, promote me, like, talk about me every single day. When we go somewhere, say this. When you're with me, say this. Post a picture of me. Have me as your profile. That's not how I am. But I do feel offended that you won't post anything about us on Facebook. I mean, yeah, you accepted the fact that we're in a relationship and people can see that if they really looked for it. But if men are promoters, why wouldn't he post a goddamn thing about me? Well, because, you know, he's still dealing with the fact that, uh, you know, he ain't getting what he wants from you and you won't be happy with him. And, like, so what the fuck am I going to do about this is where he's at. Sounds like, yo, can you just chill out so I can just be with you, please? Thank you. i got to go to work now. I'll talk to you tonight. Ask him, right? Yeah. So until he gets to in a better space than that, he ain't going to promote. So how do, I, how do I work to get him to that better space? Well, you're going to do a couple of things, like I said to, after this call, which is, one, to look at that list again and see what else you can add to the list and see him the way he actually is rather than the way you want him to be. One of them giving up your expectations of him promoting you, <laughs> right? Yeah. The next thing... Yeah, I know. I hate to say that, but hey, yo, come on. Uh, <laughs> doggone it, right? I went there, right? 
And then uh, the next thing, the next thing is for you to, um, uh, you know, to make that list of the things that did work, so you can start doing the things that work instead of the things that don't. Okay. All right. You asking me? You already got the ideas that's already in your head. You just write them down. Right. Right. And if you forget, then you know this call, this recording will be on your Dropbox folder, so you can listen to this one and um, be. Uh, how do I say? You can listen to this one, and you can be, um, you know, getting your memory restirred as we talk, as you listen to this to help you remember the stuff that you did that actually did work. Because he told you when it worked, right? Yeah. I mean, some of them he did. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the last time you told me, it's like, I got, I, I got my girl back, right? That worked. Whatever you said or did or didn't do, that worked, right? I didn't talk to him at all throughout the day. And yeah. I had a, I mean, I had the conversation around, you know, men and women, and it got him talking, and I didn't talk back. I just let him talk. Hmm. Okay. Got it. And then he liked it, right? Yeah. Okay. So that means maybe less talking on you is going to get him more excited. Maybe less talking gets you more sex. Maybe. Try that. <laughs> okay. What do you want to do more, talk or have sex? Um, that's a trick question because I like both. <laughs> but, uh-huh. I mean, my love language would be more intimacy. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So what that sounds like to me is go talk to everybody else and then wait for the sex with him and then you can talk to him after you have sex. Shut <laughs> okay. up until you have sex and then talk to him afterwards and then shut up again until he gives you more sex. I bet you the less you talk, the more sex you get. I bet you. Try that. Well, put okay. see that stats on up. See that stats on the list. You know. So, okay. You know, you can look and see what the last ten times you had sex and what happened. How how come it went that way? You know. So, okay. So put that. You know, put that in there. All right. Next. Um. Number twelve. Women are lazy. Men are relentless. So sometimes y'all just don't feel like doing shit. It's, you know, your environment. Sometimes y'all don't feel like doing nothing. Like, if if y'all are trying, y'all have a commitment to make something happen, y'all don't have a problem with, like, coming up with excuses, sitting around. Y'all don't have a problem with, um, I don't feel like doing it, being distracted. Whereas if a man is trying to – this is about accomplishing goals. Mm-hmm. Not around taking care of the house, but accomplishing really intensive goals. Whereas a man will keep going relentlessly until it happens. Which is one of the reasons okay. why y'all like us to be around. Now, that doesn't mean that you're always going to be lazy all of the time. But when it comes to producing results, generally speaking, women are lazy. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I say that – uh you know, if a you know commit to doing this program the way you would want a man to commit to you is such a shocking statement to a woman. Because <laughs> it's like, suppose I don't feel like it. You know, and there's some things about life that y'all are lazy about. And, you know, we let you because we're like, hey, we're the guy, we're supposed to do it anyhow. You know? But when it's time to get something done, we'll be relentless. Right? We just won't stop. We'll keep our head to the grindstone until we accomplish the goal. That's not how y'all accomplish the goal. Really, it's more like y'all enchant us to accomplish the goal for you 
or talk to you until you do it, or you'll feel like doing it later. I mean, and you can tell how this is really even more so when you're dealing with it's watching your single friends, your single lady friends, rather than the ones in, in uh, relationships. It's more apparent because the guy will cover up a lot of stuff for a woman in a relationship. She won't even notice that there's things about her that are lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like she'll want him to do stuff so she don't have to do it. Go to the store, do this, do that. Do I have to do all of that stuff? I remember I was talking to one woman about, you know, relationships and coaching her, and she was like, Dad, I got to take care of everything? I got to do everything? I'm like, guys would never say that in a relationship. <laughs> we don't. That doesn't occur to us that we got to do everything. We're going to do everything we can. Mm-hmm. But, y'all, you know, even you said earlier, that, you know, I don't remember if it was before this recording or after or both, but, Dad, it seems like I'm giving all my best and he's not giving enough. Right. He ain't saying that. Mm-hmm. If he was giving his all and he was trying to make it work, he'd be just wondering why it's not working, not how come he's the only one doing anything. Right. That's not a part of our conversation. We don't wonder why y'all not doing nothing. We just wonder why we what we're doing is ineffective with you. Mm-hmm. But, but y'all wonder why y'all got to do all the work and get pissed at that. <laughs> only, only somebody is as lazy would do that. Okay. So yeah, so you you, know, you want to acknowledge your laziness because he's going to be relentless. He's been relentlessly focused, relentlessly stubborn, and he relentlessly was putting producing results for this business that he created and and the house and all that stuff, right? Right. Every time he put his mind to it, it was relentless. He was going to keep going. He might take a nap. He will keep going until he got it, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, so that's that. You can see that. You might not like it. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. Hard. It's the lazy part you have a hard time with, or not the relentless part, right? You guys, you can see the relentless part, right? Um, yeah, I see that. I I guess I just see a little bit of, like, some of the things that you said as far as, like, I do a lot of that stuff. Like, uh-huh. he'll need something, you know, and I'll be like, okay, well, I'll go and get it for you. You know, those, those types of things where the lazy part, I think, I mean, the only part that I heard that I can relate to is the part of where they think that they're, you know, they would never think that they aren't doing something right when they feel like they are. And with us saying, well, I've tried everything but this, I think it becomes more of an emotional part because he's definitely more... I joke with him. I'm like, you're more of the female when it comes to certain things. <laughs> because, you know, you usually hear the guy saying, oh, you know, my wife has a headache. What, what's going to happen tonight? She has a headache. Her stomach hurts. She's too tired. <laughs> you know, all of those types of things. She can't go to the store. She didn't get this done. She didn't get that done. Where it's the complete opposite with us because I am doing 
all of that. And if he did need something, I would go do that. And maybe it's because of what you said, maybe hopes of something in return. Maybe that's... Yeah, I'm thinking thinking it's coming from being a giver, not because you're, you know, relentlessly going to make this relationship work. And and you're making it work, but I think it's coming from giving this, not because you're trying to not be lazy or you're not lazy. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? So... Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. So, okay. if you knew he had, you had it wrapped around your finger, let me ask you this: With your mm-hmm. husband, how much of you was lazy with your husband? Um, I was I was lazier with my husband. Yeah. I didn't give as much as as much as I'm giving. I mean, I did at a point, mm-hmm. but I mean. I think that I didn't because I knew no matter how much I gave, it it wasn't going to matter, that nothing was going to change because I went through that point of when I gave, 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 Mm -hmm. and nothing did change, and then I kept giving in hopes that it would change, so then I did become lazy and just gave up, Mm -hmm. where now it's like I feel like I'm giving, 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 but I'm doing it in a different fashion because they're two different men and I'm learning more through through you and creating more in the relationship so I think it's made us happier because I mean if I hadn't have talked to you and gotten some of these things under control we definitely would have been separated and he would have had enough of me and I would have been distraught and all of that so Keeping some things in mind, I think, definitely have helped because I didn't understand the main differences between men and women. Yeah. Yeah. Kills relationships. Kills it. So, all right. All right. But you're clear about the relentlessness with a man, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Next, number 13, women are noncommittal. Men are candid. Y'all are so resistant to committing, particularly verbally. Y'all won't commit to your opinions, your thoughts and feelings verbally. You just you're not gonna communicate them. It's more than being indirect. It's like I ain't come in because I don't want to commit to something that he might disagree with because then he won't like me. It's in the same world of giving. Okay. Whereas a man don't care. A man is like, yo, Here's the deal. I'm either do this or I ain't, and I'm going to tell you that right now, right? So we be candid. It's more than direct. It's like, let me be straight. Right. <laughs> here's what I'm doing, here's what I'm not doing, you know? And and you could call it commitment, but it's more like his reality. And y'all will be like, nah, I don't want to tell you my reality so I know what your reality is, so I ain't committing. Y'all will be like, uh... He'll be like, what color you like? I like uh, green, blue, I like white. I like white. That's my favorite color. That's y'all. <laughs> Not every single woman, every single time, in every single area, but all of y'all got some of that. Right. right. You know, some of y'all got all of that, but all of y'all got some of that, at least even if it's only 5%, because mm-hmm. y'all just, y'all worry too much about safety and security to commit to something that you don't know is going to be in your best interest. So you can't. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I, you know, y'all be sitting around. That's part of what makes you overthink. 
you know, it's the it's the non-committal parts. What should I commit to? What should I not bother committing to? Okay. That part. Well, we are like, yo, let me just tell you what the deal is. Here's the deal. You know, and you you especially can see that with your guy. <laughs> that more yeah. than many that that more as much as anything, you know. So right. next, and that's pretty clear. The non-committal, the candid part, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Good. Next, <laughs> you know this one. You don't like this one at all. Women are mental, intellectual. Men are instinctive. Y'all drive yourselves crazy. The reason why I put mental instead of intellectual, because it ain't intellectualizing. It's mental masturbation. It's like, oh, my God, you can't stop thinking. You can't turn the machine off. You know, I remember uh, early last week, I think it was, or late the week before, like in the last 10 days or so, I posted something, a picture, four words, overthinking often undercuts relationships. <laughs> I think I got like a 1,000 views on that one, right? <laughs> uh, because, you know, y'all drive yourselves crazy with overthinking. I know you you drive yourself crazy because you don't call me a few times and be like, you might as well have said that. You didn't say that, but you, you, you practically said that. You just didn't use those exact words, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, what does he mean? What's he thinking? What's he doing? And we're just instinctive. We just do what comes to mind. You know, we just do what comes to us. We just follow our instincts, and we just do. Mm-hmm. We ain't got a whole lot of thinking around that kind of stuff. We'd rather not think a lot of the time anyhow, really. And uh, and that's not that's not and in there are people that don't want to actually be smarter. They want to be happy with their own thinking. But that ain't what I mean. Like we're just going to do what comes to us to do because that's what we're trusting to have us be successful. Okay. We're gonna follow. We're gonna follow our instinct. Particularly in dealing with y'all, we got to follow our instinct because we don't know who y'all are anyhow. We can't tell and we don't understand y'all, so we just gonna follow our instinct. Hmm, maybe you should try this. So that's what we do. We don't. We do not waste our time trying to figure y'all out. We know all it's going to do is hurt us. Ain't no good coming from that one. So um, there are guys that are you know very disempowered around women, and they're the ones that wish they knew more. But uh, <laughs> the guys that that had some success were like, I ain't still ain't going to figure her out, but I ain't taking no shit. I'm going to tell her what I want, and she's going to like it or not, and that's how it's going down. And we gotta be like we gotta be like that because you know it ain't like you're gonna tell us how to get you, right? Or keep or keep you. So you're only saying so. We gotta be like okay, listen, you gotta do this this way. Here we go. So yeah, so we're candid, and then we're also instinctive. We do what comes to mind because we don't know what else to do anyhow. Mhm. So um, you know, your guy he probably doesn't do a whole lot of thinking when he's around you. He'd be like, he look at you. And then something comes to him, and then he'll take, he'll act on whatever came to him. But it's not like yeah. he sat down and went through a whole bunch of books and strategized and talked to his boys. And nah, he'd be like, mm, uh, "I think I'm gonna do this." You've seen that plenty of times, right? Yeah. Yeah. He only strategizes about business and success for him. Yeah. Other than that, he's just basically operating on instinct, habit, like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So that's clear. Next, women are unhinged. 
and when men are poised. So what that means is in the area of safety and security or performance, y'all will become unhinged. Watch a mouse run across your feet and you will jump on something as you're screaming and running away, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, men will not do that, or at least nowhere near it to the degree that a typical woman would. We would be mm-hmm. actually more poised. We'd be like, where? where's that freaking rat going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll be poised. That's how come men go to war a lot more than women do because we gotta, we got to be poised under the under the uh, threat of gunfire and bombshells and stuff like that. So, yeah, men are poised under pressure. Generally speaking, women become unhinged. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know how you can be more unhinged than that. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, uh, it, there's, there's nothing even to talk about that. Right? that pretty accurate? Yeah. Yeah, you, clearly you see that. You know, and he sounds like somebody who's really poised because when he, when you walked in and he didn't want you to be there and he, his body language turned you off, he mm-hmm. was still being poised because if he was being emotional, he might have started an argument or he might have told those girls to go away and pulled you off to the side and, like, you know, like he was trying to be as poised as possible. Now, mm-hmm. this does not necessarily um, count for teenagers. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. why I get... They, they get so much of a hard time from the police because they're not poised. They become unhinged, unfortunately. They, they lose their mind and resist and all that other crap. Like they think they can treat a teacher or something. Right. But anyhow, uh, but yeah, generally speaking, your man is going to be as poised as possible under circumstances, hold, be under control, and you know all that stuff. So, um, and you know, but you know what? We don't have a problem with the fact that y'all become unhinged. We're like, oh, poor baby, let me take care of you, and that's where we go. So okay. it's okay, but it's okay. It's just a difference. You know, I expect that men will not, you know, lose their voice. Not normally. And it doesn't mean they won't be scared. It just means that they're going to do what they got to do regardless. They'll be, they'll be disciplined and they'll be poised. So uh, because it comes out of success and, like, the, being a punk is the, is the epitome of the opposite of success. Like if the cowardly lion, there's not a man on the planet that can accept being the cowardly lion for even two minutes. Mm-hmm. Even though even the ones that are, they can't accept it. They can't just, it's not okay. So, got to be strong, got to stand up, got to man up, all of that kind of stuff. So being poised is a part of that, be man up. But it's also a part of who we are. But so not just, you know, that way, so. Anyhow, you got that. You're clear. Next. Uh, women are sticklers. Men are relaxers. I almost should call that sticklers part naggers. Because <laughs> y'all nagging. see something nagging. Yeah, nag. nag. Yo, you do is nag me, nag, nag, nag. You the nagging woman. What's wrong with you? All right. So uh, y'all are sticklers. In other words, y'all don't let up until something gets handled. And that's how come, you know, he's like, Dag, you know, can you just work on you? I'll be fine, really. Because you're, you're a stickler for getting what you want. You just keep holding them accountable, keep sticking in there, keep having a conversation. You ain't giving up on this so you get what you want. You're happy. You're a stickler. You know, you, you pay attention to the details, and you do this, and you're like, and he's like, ugh. 
Could you just stop and chill the fuck out? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is that is that right? Yeah. Yeah, and he's and 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 the worst time for a woman to be a stickler is when he's relaxing. That's the worst time because y'all can't handle it when we're sitting around doing nothing. Y'all really don't like us doing nothing. Like, well, there's so much that needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. but I'm going to chill right here. So I'm watching TV. Why are you bothering me? You want to watch the <laughs> next with me? Or whoever, you know, your team is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's what's up with that. Men, relax. We chill out. Because we know we got to have to say, we're like screensavers. That relaxing thing is like a screensaver. Unless we need something, unless we're needed for something, something needs to happen, we're going to chill out because when we go out and do stuff, we don't want this, we're going to be wishing that we relaxed before we went out. Mm-hmm. So we need, we need to put out, you know, 110-pound pressure, you know, just for ourselves or whatever, you know, the intensity thing is for ourselves. We need to chill out before we can do that. Take a nap before we go out. Watch TV when we first come in the house before, so we could get reacquainted with the house, you know, whatever, you know. But like we we need to relax in between our intense work. Okay. So, um, yeah, you know, if a woman was going on a hunting trip with other women, and y'all was poised enough to go hunt for a deer. And you came back with a deer that night. You'd be tired as hell. Y'all wouldn't be fixing no deer till the morning. <laughs> and neither would we. We would be tired too. That's what happened. With heavy work, and then we got to take a break. But it bothers women because how come he's over there chilling and around, relaxing? What's up with that? But there'd be times when he's chilling out doing nothing, right? Right. Yeah, and he don't even want to be bothered when he's chilling, right? Right. That's because he's doing what he's supposed to do, which is relax. So it's time to not relax no more. Mm-hmm. So that's just guys. Y'all don't necessarily do that. Y'all be like, come on, man, stop relaxing. We got something to do. I need this to happen. <laughs> so, men, so men relax. Next. Women are worriers. Y'all worry, 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 worry about this, that, and the other. Hell, you, you hired me because you worried. <laughs> right? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And men are warriors. Men will go to battle and risk their lives even to accomplish their thing. You worry, they'll go to battle for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, that's actually pretty clear. That's part of the protection you know, it's part of the discipline, it's part of the relentless that we are warriors. We will battle and to protect and serve until we're in the ground or there's no more we need to do that, which means we're in the ground, really. Right? It never really ends. Mm-hmm. So uh, you worry, we we warriors. We warry. <laughs> I guess I don't know what word you call that. We battle. We will go to battle. We will battle. We don't worry. We battle. As a matter of fact, you know, that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. We don't worry about stuff. We will battle rather than worry. We will resolve the issue rather than sit around and hope and worry. So we face our problems head on, in other words. Okay. Uh, Next is um, women. Y'all are very aggressive. I don't know if you realize that. 
Yeah. Yeah, y'all are very aggressive, but just indirect. Women are aggressive. Men are progressive. Y'all, y'all are aggressive at getting what you want. You're just indirect. Mm-hmm. You know, a man, a man wouldn't think necessarily to lay on the bed, no clothes on, and say, "Come on, in, honey, let's have sex." <laughs> we wouldn't do that. We would just either touch you and try to feel you up before you even got near the bed. We would, in a hurry, because um, uh, we would want the result. But but um, when it comes to life in general, y'all are very aggressive. But that doesn't mean you're looking at progress. Okay. You want, you want what you want, you go after what you want, or you set yourself up so what you want can come after you. But that doesn't mean what you want is going to move life forward, move your relationship forward, move things forward. You want what you want so you can feel safe and secure, um, not necessarily for any other reason. Right. Well, because, I mean, yeah. You got to make sure you're safe and secure. So you're going to be aggressively making sure you're safe and secure. Right. Men, we like to make progress part of our success. We will aggressively make progress. So we'll build a business and then try to expand the business. You know, we will, you know, go and play basketball and learn how to be a world-class basketball player. We'll, you know, we'll do whatever we can do to be the best that we can be because that's progress for us. Right, but why don't, why don't you do the same thing when it comes to a relationship? Because like, we, don't know, we don't know emotions the way you do, and we don't understand you, so we don't want to get in trouble. So we will hunt you down and track you down for the guys that are chasers but we don't have the same skill set around emotions as you do. So expecting a man to be in touch with his emotions is unreasonable. I may be one of the few. I'm, I'm, excuse me. I'm one of the few. <laughs> I'm over there, dude. I'm over there in LSD land saying maybe. I'm one of the few that actually understands how to interact with a woman at an intellectual level, how to, how to empower her and how to bring emotions to the relationship the way she would want it. But that's because it's taken me decades to figure that out. I was not born that way. I was like, you know, do what I say or else, you know, my way or the highway. What? 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 But that's because you wanted to. Say it again? You you were, it's because you wanted to, because you were interested in learning more. Like, I guess, how do you find out what someone? Like if men, because men aren't very direct when it comes to certain things like their relationships and stuff like that. They can be very indirect. Where a woman is direct, I want a relationship that lasts a long time. I want to put in all this effort and it not work. I want to eventually get married, have kids, blah, blah, blah. Men are like, let's see where this goes. Yeah, because we don't know how we can go because we know we can't control y'all. And we know that we don't understand y'all. And we know that we need to be able to count on y'all, and y'all are uncountable. See, a man will fight tooth and nail for a woman that have him experience his life is better with her than without her. But too many have... Yeah, let me repeat that. A man will fight to the death 
for his woman if he's left with the constant experience that his life is far better with her than without her? Okay. If that's not the case, we're going to hesitate to commit. Because if it don't work out, we're going to pay alimony child support. We uh, is it, you're going to face thick tax. Is that what you call it? That's exactly it. Yeah. We're going to face thick tax. Most guys don't know that term, but now that you know it, you know, you're in a minority. You got one of the inside secrets. Yeah, yeah. we know we're going to pay a dick tax. So we're like, mm, I got to make sure this is right. If we got children and then it don't work out, she's going to kick our ass, make us pay child support, and then give us a hard time every time we come around our kids. She's going to punish us for not making the relationship work the way she wanted it to be. So we're like, mm, y'all are too painful when shit don't work. Y'all kick our ass so many ways and we can't punch you in the face. So that's how it comes to problem. We respect each other because we know we'll just kick each other's ass if it comes down to that. But right. we can't do that to y'all. Nobody's going to be mad if I punch my neighbor in the face other than me and my neighbor and maybe a couple mm-hmm. people around. But it's not going to be like, how dare you and, you know, nah. Yo, why y'all fighting, man? What's up with that? Right. And we don't want to fight. I'm not a fighter. But, I mean, like, at least I know I could. But I, I, I'm like, I don't even know what to do with y'all. So if, if, y'all, ain't, if y'all ain't already easy to deal with before we get married, and we know things are going to change because we know that we all act one way before you get married and another way after. Most women, right? Yes. It's, it's, enough, it's enough evidence for we, us to be very, very wary. Mm-hmm. See, y'all ain't all that, y'all ain't all that worried about whether or not you get, you know, whether the relationship don't work or not. Y'all so happy with the with the uh, the wedding, and you don't even think about the actual relationship after the actual marriage. Not that much. Some women do, but then again, there's always some exceptions to the rule. But generally, y'all be so happy with the ceremony, and y'all walk down the aisle, and all your girlfriends having your day. You don't think about how you're gonna need to be in order to make him happy and the relationship happy two years from now. A lot of times people just really start like putting their life together, combining their lives together with their families and their finances and stuff like that. A lot of times they don't wait until after they get married. They even thought about it before then. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder, and then they'd be like, how come this isn't working? Because you didn't really do the work before you got here. Right. We're like, so we're like, we see, we ran into too many people, too many of our friends that have been divorced that have been kicked their ass, got their ass kicked financially, legally, in all kind of ways. And all we can do is stand there and be like, <sighs> okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, that was fucked up. But that's where we're at. Y'all mm-hmm. got the law on your side, so we get killed. So if we make a mistake, y'all, if we make a mistake and a relationship don't work, y'all all good. Y'all got, like, you know, Social Security, you know? <laughs> Y'all got a retirement fund for the most part. Not every single woman. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg complains about she had to pay all the money to one of her husbands who turned out to be gay any damn how. But uh, yeah. that, that was painful. But you know, I don't hear too many women doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's usually the other way around. He's coming out of his pocket with her. Damn. Y'all got nothing to lose going into a marriage except for the relationship. We got lots more to lose. We got the relationship, money, kids. All of our assets. So, you know, 
we need to make things, we need to move things forward, and we need to be able to be clear that this is going to work. Okay. And if we ain't 100% clear, we'll wait. Right. It's not like we need to feel, we need a relationship to feel safe and secure. Mm-hmm. You know, the more money we make, the, the less we feel like we need to be in a relationship other than the guys that are connected to their heart. Right. Because if it don't work out, we're going to lose it all anyhow. Right. Okay, makes sense. I mean, you know, you got to make it easy for them to say yes and hard to say no. <laughs> but it don't work you out. You're teaching like, oh. that, right? You're te- that, that's on the agenda, right? <laughs> say it again? I said that's on the agenda, right? You're going to teach yeah. me how to do that. Uh, well, uh, no, that's, that's extra, but that's fine. I mean, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, yeah, you actually, you actually, I am going to do that. I didn't, I don't have it worded exactly like that, but yeah, I'm going to uh, talk to you about the, uh, uh, you know, how to uh, manage relationship experiences, give the have them the experience of this, that, and the other. You know, I'm going to be talking about, you know, how to wrap them around your finger, the areas that you do. That's coming actually next time we talk. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're progressive. We're trying to move life forward. That's what we're committed to. Okay. Um, you know, y'all are aggressive. Y'all want what you want, but we're like, we got to move life forward. We 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 got to pay attention to progress. So, um, so that's that. Progress to us means bigger, better, more for you uh, and for us. So, uh, anyhow, so the last two, no, that was number eighteen, aggressive, progressive, and I email it to you. Uh, number 19 is women are lovers, men are relators. Y'all are more connected to the concept of love than men are. Uh, mm-hmm. In the relationship, y'all are all about the emotions and feelings, and we're about being related. We want to actually be on the same page with you and understand you as much as possible and be connected to you uh, um, intellectually and emotionally, but not like, you know, that emotional connection that you talk about, that women talk about it, and women desire. Because we're not as connected to our emotions. But when guys get together, our love and respect for each other is based on what we know about each other and how much we can respect what we know about each other. So it's, it's how we relate to each other is what's going on. For y'all, ooh, this is good. For y'all, this is about feelings. For the man, it's about how you interact with each other. So when a woman doesn't pay attention to how she's interacting with her guy, chances are that's because she's kicking his ass and her interaction with him sucks. Okay. So, but in the meantime, men need to be related to who you are or what you're doing, but not that we got to continuously get related. We don't. Once okay. we get related, we're good. We don't need to keep checking in. If we know what you're committed to, we know what your desires are, it ain't like they're going to change much, so, you know, what's the difference? What's the deal? Why do we got to have a whole long conversation? Let me go produce some results or something. I understand. I, I got it. I got it. Let me go do something about it now. You know, that's how it is for us. We all are, you know, all about love, 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 love. Show me the love. Give me the love. You know, you come from that, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, it's got to, you know, your love and our relatedness need to be able to work together. So be loving, 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 loving. And none of your communication is so that y'all can understand each other. 
but we want to have our interactions and in, and uh, in, in how we relate to each other to work. Okay. So, um, yeah, we need to know uh, what your what's important to you, uh, and that's how we uh, will be interacting with you, and that's where our love will come from. The fact that our we're so related. So, okay. anyhow. Um, so anyhow, so that's number nineteen. Women are lovers, men are relators. We we want our relationships, our relating interactions to work. Uh, we want to be able to relate to you. And so, if we can't relate to you, and you're a woman who's all over the place, it makes it a little hard for us to commit to you. If we can't relate to you. Our relatedness to you brings us closer to you. So you need to have him be able to relate to you in your life. Oh, I can see how you, I can see why you feel like that. So anyhow, so that's that. And then the last one is that women praise. It's kind of like cheerleading. Um, But men acknowledge, which is kind of like cheerleading, but not exactly. So the difference between cheerleading and praise, cheerleading is like, you're so great. Praising is like, like, I I just, it's like lifting somebody up in your eyes as opposed to, you know, cheering and and being vocal and yay, yay, yay. Praise is, you know, I love you so much and, you know, it's the look in your eye that gives the praise more, almost more than anything. When a man interacts with a person, male or female, he doesn't praise people. He doesn't be like, I'm so amazed at how amazing you are. He acknowledges you. And an acknowledgement is, I think you're great and here's why. Like, I acknowledge you for this. So we get very specific in our acknowledgement. Even we may not say, I acknowledge you for but, you know, we'll say, like, I really got to tell you that. And then we'll tell you why we say that often. Okay. You know, so we give you what we're thinking about you and why. We all just give us what you're thinking about us and how you feel about us. Which is fine. We, You know, we don't miss it. We don't notice it. We love your praise anyhow. You know, the shiny look in your eyes is, man, that's enough. You ain't got to say a word. Shiny look in your eyes is telling us that you think we're like the Empire State Pillar. It's so big and strong and powerful. Just by your shiny eyes. So, okay. um, so anyhow, so that's it. Um, that's the top 20 differences between men and women. And um, so let me find out what you uh, – Walking away from, you know, with this after the session, like what you got out of the session for yourself. Um, I would say primarily just just another realization of to me being more conscious of of knowing that the whole reaction thing and. And I think that you kind of hit on that, that I'm still expecting things, and and I know that. But, I mean, the differences between men are so night and day 
from women. So it's really going back to that one question and, okay, well, why is he thinking that? Why is he acting that way? And it comes back to how you guys are hardwired. Yep. Through the way that you react, through the way that you respond, through the way that you initially do something, the way that your end result is, the way, I mean, just thinking of, you know, the whole situation with trying to figure out the money, there there's probably a big part of he just wanted to do it and feel successful with it. And I just, I seriously was stressed, stressed way too much that I couldn't wrap my mind around that. And now it's like I almost feel guilty because, you know, he could have been trying and he could have been on a path to feel successful so that it could make me feel secure. And I just blindsided it because I wasn't picking up on some of the things that he was doing. So, I mean, for the most part, it's just really relating to those differences and and understanding why. Yeah. You know, to a man who's just minding his business and a woman gets upset, it's like almost insulting because they're like, I'm just being how I'm designed. Can I just be me, please? Mm-hmm. I need you to be... Man, that job is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like you don't understand us. It annoys you that it doesn't get us to understand us. And you're not doing the work to try to understand us. And I'm supposed mm-hmm. to just cave in and do whatever you want me to do. You're like turning me into a woman. I'm not down with that. Right. So, you know, you're telling him he's not good enough when you criticize him or attacking him or trying to get him to do things a certain way or see things a certain way or do things different. You basically tell him, you know, you know, he's not good enough. Right. It doesn't work. So, yeah, these top 20 differences are going to make a difference. This is not all. This was just to clear the path. So I can start giving some real information that you can be like, oh, oh damn. Right. So the, now what's coming is whether he's the right guy mm-hmm. or not. After this. Right. I just want to let you know that. And, uh, okay. So that's what's up. Awesome. Yeah, I got a lot out of say. I need, I, I can just see, I need to really reread it several times a week <laughs> uh-huh. to just remind yeah. myself and and set myself up for success. This is one of the reasons why I like to record the sessions because I give you the list, you won't remember them. You listen mm-hmm. to this conversation, you'll remember them. You know what I mean? Especially this right. part of nothing else, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So you'll get that, you know. And, uh, <laughs> whoo! Mm-hmm. This, is, this is challenging. This is, I, my heart goes out to every woman that don't know this because, you know, and again, you know, this is, this is, there's more to it, right? So, there is, you know, the, the the best things women bring them to relationships, and there's the best things that men bring to relationships. That's one whole session. The next one is going to be, you know, how to tell whether a man is mature or not. Ten things on that. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something else called, you know, different levels of awareness in relationships. That's 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 not even something women even understand. That's not a that's not a relationship concept that you'd get anywhere. Um, then mm-hmm. there is uh, how to manage 
the emotional experiences in a relationship um, and how to tell whether he fits into your life. Then, you know, the standard rules for managing in relationships, I call them the, the, the commandments for, of relationships. You know, like the Ten mm-hmm. Commandments in a book, you should follow mm-hmm. these. And then um, then we'll also talk about, um, you know, the ten phases of relationships. And who knows, I might drop some more stuff out there. But uh, you will definitely get, for example, you know, we talked about, you know, how to how to make it easy for them to say yes and hard to say no. Inside of the next few sessions, you'll hear different ways of doing that. But it's going to start with you reviewing what worked, what didn't in your relationship. Right. So right. what worked? Don't even worry about what didn't. You're clear what didn't. I mean, it's like uh, right. what's not working. So just look for what does work and build on top of that. Once you have your list out, you can start looking at what didn't work. But you should start mm-hmm. with what did work. Go there right. first, all right? So, right. So, so, um, so again, your, your, your assignment is to look at the list of what's going to take for you to uh, be able to see men as they really are. Look for that list. And then the second thing is to you know, make a list of all the things that has worked with him over the last year. Um, okay. And then, I, and then I, you know, I know you're going to send me something on Thursday. I'm going to send you a uh, – I'm going to cancel the the the, uh, the the one I sent out before. I'm going to, you know, send you the $100 one and cancel the $50, uh, uh, you know, PayPal invoice request, money request. And then uh, I, I'm wondering, what are you doing on Thursday at 6 o'clock your time? Are you available? Uh, available? Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. Because I would I would love for you to be on my call. I know you see I'm promoting a call, I'm doing it on Thursday, right? I haven't actually. I apologize, I haven't. No, no, you ain't gonna apologize. I mean I'm trying to make sure so it's a call. I'm promoting it so that women will go and let me do a group call for for qualifying men. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna do an exercise. I'm gonna do an exercise. The exercise is gonna be about uh, how to get over the breakup, whether and, and whether you should break up or not. So I'm going to do an okay. exercise, like six six steps, and then I'm going to go through it with a bunch of women on the call. And um, you know, I invite you to come and and, and you know do the exercise because it's not a part of this program. Okay. Um, and you know, it'll it'll help you to be clear about a lot of stuff as well. So it'll it'll help clear up some stuff um, for you that I didn't realize that you would benefit from. But I also have a particular, and I'm putting it on my on this recording here. I also have a um, a particular uh, intention and desire to fulfill on, you know, something very very selfish. I'm telling you, I have a selfish request. I want you to do something for me. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Be on the call. Do the exercise, and when I start talking about qualifying men, you can talk to women. You can share your experiences of the program to this point. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that would actually have them say yes. Because there's two things that happen. One, I will acknowledge that I want to make some more money. But two, right. I'm going to spend the money. Um, my money's going to run out when they do the program at some point. But what they mm-hmm. get is not going to run out. Mm-hmm. Right? When right. they learn about the difference between men and women, they, it ain't never leaving. Right. You know what I mean? So, so you know, you sharing about what you got. I got at least another one or two people that's going to be on the call that could share about, like, what they've got experience in dealing with me, um, that, um, you know, I want those women to hear it. So, because what I found is that most women are surprised that I charge money. I actually am a coach and I, I, I make a living doing it. They're like, really? I didn't know that. They're like surprised, but I got to take responsibility because I did not say that and I don't have it anywhere. I just posted, I just like updated my, uh, 
what do you call it? I updated my profile, I think Sunday night. Mm-hmm. To say that that's what I do for a living because women, there's too many women that would inbox me. I'd be say, hey, you know, anybody got anything? You know, inbox me. And now we, I don't know, I must have like 40, 50 inbox you know, messages that I'm ongoing to have a conversation with. When I talk about coaching, they'd be like, huh? <laughs> oh, so I'm like, I'm going to end that. I actually have a really good friend that is a life coach. And um, it it's actually interesting because um, I started some of some of this with her, but I found that it's it's harder to talk with a really good friend because mm-hmm. it, it's almost like like a family member. No matter what, with in a breakup and whatever, there's something mm-hmm. in it for them. You know, like mm-hmm. they have some type of emotional attachment they have you know some type of so it was just a little more difficult to be able to get more of that um insight like where where you're you're not biased to any side you you just tell it how it is where you know she she is emotionally connected to me so she's going to tell me more of what i want to hear yeah well, see, I, I hate to say what I'm about to say, but I'm going to be straight about that, too. So mm-hmm. if you're a coach and you're letting your relationship get in the way of your coaching, you got to inspect whether what, you know, how good you are as a coach. you can, you mm-hmm. got to be completely objective. You can have a higher level of commitment even to the person you're dealing with, but you've got to make sure that they're standing in the space of reality you're standing in the space of reality, and you're constantly, ongoingly putting, creating reality. Like, like you got to do that. You just, if you're not doing that, you're not coaching. And I hear what you're saying because I know coaches do this. Mm-hmm. But you actually have to have the heart of a coach, which means you got to treat every person that you're coaching like they're your child, and you want them to have the best. And I'm not saying acting like a childish. Like I'm not saying you know you're like a baby. Right. I'm not. But, right. but like my commitment to you is with the same as it would be to my child would be. It's my commitment to you as my coach. So as your coach. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not being that, I got to question my commitment as a coach that I would be objective with you. I'd be mm-hmm. probably even more objective, more straight. Like, I love okay. you. You know, I've known you a long time. Leave that motherfucker alone. That's what I would, you know, or mm-hmm. you, know, you should stick with him. Or, you know, like I would, yeah, it's just, you can't, mm. I can understand how, you know, a relative might give me a hard time and not trust me, but I can't be that way with them, can't afford it. Right. To me, that's a blind spot as a coach. To me, that's just my personal opinion, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I think. And I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm not trying to put her down, but that's, that's if I ever had a conversation with her, I would let her know that that's a place for her to grow mm-hmm. as a coach. You know what I mean? Right. So. Uh, and, you know, coaches need to get coached, so I got my own right. kind of support structures for that. Um, mm-hmm. I like, well, I got, like, three structures for that, so, yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, anyhow, so that's all I got, and, you know, okay. thanks for all that, and um, I will uh, shoot you an info, i shoot you a, um, uh, a link to the event page. You can get the information. It's going to be on Dropbox, too, just a different number. Okay. And, and um, yeah, and so, um, you know, you'll be able to do the exercise. It'll help you to, you know, 
summarize and then do an inventory on, you know, whether this relationship is worth it or not. Um, and then, you know, the thing that it is, you'll be present to, like, what is worth, you know, that it is. Um, and so that's it. All right. Perfect. Thank okay. you so much. Yay. Have a good night. All right. You as well. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.